Before we get into today's episode of the pod, you guys have to subscribe because I'm looking at you and you're not subscribed to the channel yet and you have to hit the notification bell because you're not going to know when I post if you don't have notifications when I post. Make sure to like the video, you guys, so I know you guys are enjoying these episodes. Make sure to follow my social medias. I will pop them on the screen so you can stay up to date with everything to do with this podcast. And then don't forget to check out the Spotify version. The link will be in the description for that as well. Finally, I am a sports writer, so make sure to check out the take.sport.blog so you can read the best sports articles ever. You will not regret clicking that link. So make sure to click that link below. But let's go ahead and get into today's pod, you guys. All right, guys, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Take Podcast. I am your host, Jackson Burleson, of course. And before we start today's episode, I just want to say one quick thing. Let's go, Heat Nation. We are in the play-in. Not the most ideal situation, but it is okay. We play the Atlanta Hawks to open up the play-in tournament. We are going to win that game, and we're going to go on to play the Boston Celtics in the first round. So let's see how we're playing in the play-in. You know, the Hawks, I think, will give us a good run for our money. They do have Trey Young, who is a great playmaker, can make things happen for all of his teammates around the court at all times. They got DeJounte Murray, who's a great complimentary second piece. He's a great defender. He's long. He can score the basketball. He can rebound. They also have John Collins. They also The, the Hawks have a lot of good shooters as well. So the Miami Heat are going to kind of have to be a little more aware of that. But we have great defense. We are small. We can push the ball up the floor, which we didn't this year. We were one of the worst teams in pace this season. But let's play faster in these playoffs. The regular season's over. Let's play fast. Coach Spolstra, he needs to get out and have this team running. That's what we need to be doing, pushing the tempo, taking it right to the interior, going to the paint, shooting the perimeter shots. That's going to be key for the Heat to make a deep run in these playoffs. I believe somewhere we can do something special this year. Now, it's not going to be anywhere near easy, and we'll kind of talk about our matchup with the Celtics in just a second, but it's going to be nowhere near easy. It's going to be a very bumpy road. Everything about these playoffs are going to be very difficult for us because we don't have the number one seed. We don't have home court advantage like we did last season. So there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be different about these years' playoffs. But we do have a very similar team, like I have said in previous podcast episodes. But we'll see what happens with this play-in tournament. I mean, this NBA playoffs is going to be very, very interesting because you have a lot of lower seeds that actually have a chance to make some deep runs in these playoffs. Like in the Western Conference, which, by the way, I think the Western Conference is so wide open right now. Now, I know in previous podcast episodes, I have said the Clippers. I'm not sold on the Clippers right now because Paul George is not 100% healthy. If the Clippers have Paul George healthy, then yes, the Clippers are going to be coming out of the Western Conference. But if Paul George is not healthy, then that's a different discussion. I easily could pick probably four more other teams that would make it over the Clippers without Paul George healthy. 
because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are such a dynamic duo. They're the best two-way duo to ever grace the literally the entire basketball court ever created. Like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are the best two-way duo of all time. That is a fact. Just the the way those two guys can play defense, they can guard the best players. I mean, it's just they're such a good duo when it comes to being great on both sides of the ball. I mean, they complementary complement each other very good offensively, but they have got themselves a handful for a first round matchup. They got the Phoenix Suns. Oh my goodness. Phoenix are going to be a real problem with Kevin Durant, CP3, D book. You got Aiton. Oh my goodness. The Suns could possibly win the, the NBA championship because Kevin Durant is such a game changer. Kevin Durant will go to any team in the NBA and they are an automatic championship contender. That is how good Kevin Durant is. Now, does he get credit for this ring if he wins? No. Because Kevin Durant has only won rings on super teams. That is not a way to build a great legacy of leaving your imprint on a game of being one of the legends. I don't consider Kevin Durant a legend of the game of basketball. I will never consider him a legend. Now, will I consider him one of the greatest scorers of all time? Yes, because I'm respecting his game. I'm not trying to, you know, kind of throw away that everything he has done throughout his career, scoring the basketball. Prior to being on the Warriors, he was really putting his imprint on the game. One of the best young up-and-coming players we have ever seen when he was on the OKC Thunder. Him and Russell Westbrook, that dynamic duo, that was something special. I mean, he could have won a championship. He had multiple opportunities, but he just couldn't get it done. And, you know, the thing that's going to be left to talk about when Kevin Durant is done playing is, is Kevin Durant a leader? Is he or was he a legit leader in this game? And I would have to say no, because Kevin Durant is coming into a situation leaving Brooklyn where he decided to go and join Kyrie. Now he gets traded to a team that already has a very established team. They've been to the finals before. They have leaders like Chris Paul. By the way, Chris Paul is the leader in that locker room, not Kevin Durant. And on the Warriors, Kevin Durant was in a very similar situation he is in now, but except Steph Curry was the leader in that locker room. Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. So Kevin Durant isn't even near the top three leaders on that team. Kevon Looney probably has more of an impact leadership-wise than Kevin Durant did on those Warriors teams. Now, Kevin Durant hasn't played many games with the Suns. That's a little different because on the Warriors, he played multiple seasons. Will Kevin Durant play in a Phoenix Sun jersey beyond this season, regardless of what happens? That I don't know. That is going to be a question thrown out in the air during the summertime. But the first round matchup with the Clippers, I think, you know, the Suns are going to win this series just because Paul George is not healthy. That is why it just it's just really going to depend on the health of Paul George. Now, Paul George is healthy. We already know that's a different story. But his injury is a little more 
complex than people will think. So Paul George, he's got a knee injury, and he's expected to be sidelined to begin the Clippers' first round. So he's got till April 16th. He's got six days to see how he's kind of looking. Maybe he'll play in the middle of the series. But I think if the Clippers want any chance to have an it chance of even getting out of the first round, or even winning a game for that matter, is the Clippers have to at least have Paul George back by the time they go back to Los Angeles. Clippers can afford to lose two games in this series and still be able to come out on top. They just have to have Paul George come back for game three. That's all the Clippers need. And they can win this series against the Phoenix Suns. But for right now, as the current rosters stand and as the health concerns, I think the Suns are going to come out on top in this series in six games with Paul George out. Now, speaking of the Warriors, the Warriors play the Sacramento Kings, who have not been in the NBA playoffs since 2006. Now, really great season for the Sacramento Kings. Darren Fox is looking like he can be a franchise point guard for years to come. DeMontis Sabonis, on the other hand, is showing that he is one of the top power forwards in the NBA, and he can really be a great second option on a playoff team. And he's proven that in the past with Victor Oladipo on the Indiana Pacers. DeMontis Sabonis was the second best player on that team. So they had Miles Turner as well. Sabonis, this time around, he's got the paint kind of open to himself. You give it to him down low. The Kings and Warriors are going to be a very interesting series just because of the way the Warriors have been playing this season. They've been very inconsistent, and they've been absolutely horrendous on the road this season. The Warriors have the worst road record in the NBA this year. They are 11-30 on the road. That is atrocious. That is horrible. Horrible. For the defending world champions. And since the Warriors don't have home court advantage against the Sacramento Kings. I think the Sacramento Kings are going to win this series in seven games against the Golden State Warriors. I think the Sacramento Kings are going to win against the Warriors to take on Drumroll Police. The Los Angeles Lakers in the second round. Now, hear me out, guys. So, Los Angeles Lakers, they're going to play the Minnesota Timberwolves in the play-in. They're going to beat them. Now, here's why. The Lakers are a very different team than they were at the beginning of this season. Their record doesn't really reflect on how good of a basketball team they really are because since the trade deadline, they've been like 16-3, and I can't remember the exact record, but they've been like they've won like 16 games since the trade deadline. They are now four games above 500, and they weren't even above 500 before the trade deadline. I think the Lakers were like sitting seven, six games below 500, not even in the play-in, and now they're the seventh seed, almost snuck into the sixth seed. Now the thing is, I wanted to see the Lakers sneak in and get the sixth seed because. They could have played the Kings, and they would have easily won that series. LeBron against Sacramento? Come on. Are you kidding me? But the Lakers are going to go on, and they're going to compete against the Memphis Grizzlies in the first round. Now, I think this series goes seven. But I think, you know, Anthony Davis, LeBron, 
D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Austin Reeves, Thomas Bryant, all these dudes that they have on this roster are going to make a difference. They're long. They can play defense. They can shoot. They've got two superstar players. And Anthony Davis has been absolutely unstoppable recently. I mean, this guy has been averaging like 31 points per game his last 10 games. That is absolutely incredible. I mean, LeBron James, he's got some help now. And he is healthy. This Lakers team looks healthy. And when this Lakers team is healthy, I see them in the Western Conference Finals. Now, we'll see what happens in the playoffs because we never know what happens when these players get on the court because any injury can happen at any given moment. But I think the Lakers are going to make it to the Western Conference Finals this year. And I think Anthony Davis is really going to showcase his dominance because that is the only way that the Lakers can make a deep run is if Anthony Davis is the best player in each individual series they play in. So expect the Lakers to make the Western Conference Finals this year. But let's go ahead and move on to the other playing game in the West. That is the Oklahoma City Thunder versus the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, New Orleans does not have Zion Williamson. He is out, so they will not have him for the play-in tournament. Zion Williamson is going to be the biggest bust in NBA history if this guy cannot stay healthy. That is the bottom line with Zion. Zion needs to learn how to stay on the court. He needs to take care of his body. He was looking good at the beginning of the year. He lost a lot of weight. He looked a lot more explosive, looked a lot more durable, but now he's just kind of hurt again. He's at the same place that he was last year. I want to see Zion be in the playoffs. I want to see him in big-time moments. I want to see him make this Pelicans team have a name for themselves because at some point in this season this year, in January, the Pelicans were the number one seed in the Western Conference. Remember that. Everyone forgets about that. They were the number one seed in the Western Conference. Like, they are such a good team. They have Brandon Ingram, Jonas Valanciunas, CJ McCollum, and then you plug Zion Williamson in there? Come on. That is a 100% guaranteed second round. At least, at bare minimum. At bare minimum, with those three guys, you have got a second-round appearance in your sights with Zion on the court. It's so disappointing, man. I just It's not that the Pelicans are not making the playoffs with Zion Williamson. They're making it. They're, not, they're missing it without him. So, I don't know. This, the Pelicans, these last five years... You know, when they even when they had Lonzo, I mean, they had such high expectations to, you know, make it out of the West or do some damage in the West. And they just always fold. The Pelicans always fail to reach expectations. And when is it going to stop? When is it going to stop? Even with Anthony Davis there. They could not seem to reach their potential. Their max potential. It's just sad to see. Especially for a city who deserves an NBA championship like New Orleans. Now I expect the New Orleans Pelicans to lose against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Because the Oklahoma City Thunder have a guy in Shai Gilgis Alexander who's going to be a future MVP in this league. He can put up 31 in a triple-double any day of the week. 
And I expect Gilgis Alexander to at least have 40 points in this play-in game. And I think the Thunder, they're going to play the Minnesota Timberwolves for the eighth seed. And the Thunder are going to be the eighth seed going toe-to-toe with the Denver Nuggets in the first round. Now, the Oklahoma City Thunder are not going to beat the Denver Nuggets, but great season. Gilgis Alexander proved he can lead a team. Just give him some help. They're a young team. Thunder are coming up. They are coming up. They have a lot of young pieces. But the Nuggets going against the Thunder. Now, there's an argument. Who is the league MVP? I'm going to touch on that for just a second while we're kind of going over the playoffs here. So who is the league MVP? Is it Nikola Jokic? Is it Joel Embiid? Or is it Giannis Antetokounmpo? Now, I think the MVP is Joel Embiid because... Joel Embiid has had to do so much for that team. He's been so, so dominant. So, so dominant this year. He's unguardable. He shoots 54% from the field. He averages 33 points per game. 10 rebounds. He's got the Philadelphia 76ers at third place in the Eastern Conference. That is my opinion on who should win MVP. But... Who really should win MVP is Nikola Jokic. Because Nikola Jokic, he is the number one seed in the Western Conference. The best team in the Western Conference. The best player, I think, in basketball right now. Just what he does for that team. Because when you look at the Nuggets, they do not have a great team. Their second best players are Jamal Murray. He's just coming off an ACL injury. Michael Porter Jr., he's kind of been injured off and on. Aaron Gordon. You don't see anybody else that's really a solid second superstar like James Harden or Chris Middleton on the Bucks for Giannis. Giannis is the third option because he's Giannis. If he didn't win it twice already, Giannis would probably be league MVP because Giannis has the best record in the NBA. He's the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. It would be Giannis, but they don't want to see him win Giannis. It's like with LeBron. They don't want to see LeBron winning league MVP every year because it's just not fun that way. They want to see different guys. But I think Nikola Jokic is going to be the first player since Larry Bird to three-peat league MVPs. That's actually insane to think about. But just Nikola Jokic just does so much more than score the basketball for the team. I mean, he dishes out insane assists. He rebounds. He's literally the first point center to ever play the game of basketball. I've said this multiple, multiple times, but he is the guy that's probably going to get the nod. Now, do I think he gets the, should get the nod? No. I think Joel Embiid definitely should get it. He got robbed last year, in my opinion. I think he should have definitely got it last year, but the Nuggets, I think, are going to lose in the second round. They just don't have enough firepower. It's just, it's just going to be tough, especially in a second round series with the Phoenix Suns. I don't know how the Nuggets are going to hold up because the Nuggets just don't have enough. They don't have enough. I, it's a little, it, it's a good season, but number one seed Denver Nuggets are going to go down in the second round of the Phoenix Suns. Now, so we've got the Los Angeles Lakers taking on the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference Finals. Now, the Western Conference Finals, I think the Phoenix Suns are going to make the Finals. If Paul George is healthy, if Paul George is healthy, they're not making it. Just saying that. But for 
what is happening right now. I think Lakers and Suns, Western Conference Finals. You got the Phoenix Suns obviously going to the Conference Finals. I think the Phoenix Suns win this series in six games. I think LeBron definitely puts up such an incredible effort. LeBron is going to have a dominant playoff run. Let's just go ahead and say that right now. He's got a lot going for him. He's the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. He wants to prove something. The only way for LeBron to pass Jordan is if LeBron gets a fifth ring. That's the only way that LeBron passes Jordan. And he's got more to prove. Even though he's approved a lot more, if he wants to be better than Jordan to be the GOAT, he's got to prove that he can be that guy at this stage in his career, 20 years in the league, 37 years of age. It's incredible what he's doing on the basketball court, but, I mean, he's just got to show he can be that dominant player, be durable. Because being great is all about being healthy. Because if you can't be healthy, you can't be great. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much talent you have. You are not going to be on the court doing anything impactful if you're on the sidelines hurt. So I think the Phoenix Suns are coming out of the conference finals. Now let's go ahead and get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference. So Eastern Conference, I've got the Boston Celtics taking on the Miami Heat in the first round. And then the other play-in tournament game, we got the Raptors and Bulls. That's such a 50-50 game that I really don't really care about. Um, But I think the Raptors are going to win. The Bulls have just been absolutely just crushing my heart. I mean, they've got so much talent. they got Nikola Vucevic, Lonzo Ball, who's had three knee injuries this year. Man, Lonzo Ball is going to go down as one of the biggest busts in NBA history. But feel bad for Zach Levine. The Bulls should have traded him. He needs to go somewhere else. But the Raptors are going to come out on top. I like the way Fred Van Vliet has been playing this year. Scotty Barnes has been a great player in his second season. Pascal Siakam, he's got championship experience. I think, you know, the Bucks and Raptors in the first round, that is going to be a series that's going to happen because the Raptors are going to play the Hawks to become the eighth seed, and I think the Raptors are going to win that game. And... Let's start with the Bucks and Raptors. Now, the Bucks, I think this is going to be a five-game series. I think the Raptors are going to get at least one because of Drake. You know what I mean? But Fred Van Vliet, he's going to have a heck of a game one time this series. Don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. But now you got the Milwaukee Bucks in the second round. But they're going to be taking on the winner of the Cleveland Cavaliers and the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks... I don't think they're going to win this series, but they're definitely going to make it interesting. I think this is a series that definitely goes six or seven games. Now, the impact that Jalen Brunson has made this year and the way that Julius Randle has been playing is unreal. The Knicks just are one superstar player away from really making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. But I don't think they're going to be doing much damage in these playoffs. I think that Cleveland Cavaliers are just too good. I mean, they have Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Jarrett Allen. They're just such a good team. They have a lot of different guys they can go to to score the basketball. They're so long, so good on the defensive end. They can play fast. I mean, I just don't see them losing. I could easily see them beating the Milwaukee Bucks, but the Milwaukee Bucks 
against the Cleveland Cavaliers in the second round. It's a it's an interesting series. I think that series goes seven games, but the Milwaukee Bucks are just too long defensively. They're too good defensively in general because they've got Drew Holiday, the best defensive point guard in the NBA. They've got Chris Middleton, who can get you a bucket at any time. They've got Giannis, a former defensive player of the year. They've got Brooke Lopez, who can shoot the three, can really make an impact on the defensive end. One of the best defensive big men in the NBA. Bobby Portis, a gritty player who gets after it, gets the loose balls, just absolutely is the heart and soul of this Bucks team. I mean, the Bucks are very interesting because they're going to be in these Eastern Conference Finals, guaranteed. But it's going to be interesting to see how the other end of the bracket ends up because you got the Boston Celtics and Miami Heat. I don't think the Miami Heat are winning the series. No way. No way. Boston Celtics are just way too good. They're way too long. They're way too good on defense. They're the deepest team in the NBA. They've got so many bench pieces that they can just bring in whenever they want. Jason Tatum has been an absolute stud this year. I am surprised Jason Tatum is not in the conversation for MVP. He should be a front runner, 100%. He has been balling. Jason Tatum has been balling out. He has been showing off his physicality, his will to go to the basket. He's just evolving his game so, so well. I mean, ever since Jason Tatum has come out of college to now, the evolution of his game is truly incredible. And same with Jalen Brown. Because you remember Jalen Brown after his, I think it was his first, yeah, first season in the NBA. He went to the G, or he went to the summer league where Jason Tatum was not playing. But Jalen Brown, or excuse me, third season, after his second season. But Jalen Brown, he was struggling in the beginning of his NBA career. He's averaging like nine points, coming off the bench, not really being dominant, not being that guy that they wanted, not being that physical presence that they do have now. But Jalen Brown, in these playoffs, he's going to be very important once again because last year he had to carry a lot of the load because Jason Tatum was kind of on and off. We will see how Jason Tatum plays in these playoffs because – Jason Tatum's going to have a lot of responsibility this year. And against a good team like the Heat, who really play well defensively, who, by the way, only lost P.J. Tucker and took this team seven games in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, the only difference is the Heat are now the number one seed. That is the only difference in this series. I could easily see the Celtics going seven games with the Heat, but I just don't see the Celtics losing. As much as I want the Heat to win, I don't see the Celtics losing that. No way. And they're going to be playing the Philadelphia 76ers in the next round. Philadelphia 76ers are going to be playing the Nets in the first round. That is a clean sweep. Don't even need to really talk about that series. I mean, this is just going to be a time for Mikel Bridges to kind of shine. That's about it. Um, And Spencer Dinwiddie to kind of claim his city a little bit. The Brooklyn, he was a Brooklyn Net. Just claim that he's a good point guard for free agents. But that is going to be a sweep series. The Sixers are just going to be way too much for the Brooklyn Nets. But Brooklyn Nets... They had an interesting season. I feel bad for what happened to them this year. They just went through so much as an organization. They're going to have to go into complete rebuild mode after this year. Kind of start over, just kind of try to understand where this organization wants to go. They obviously want to win, but who's the right player? Who's the right piece to bring in to get this team to win? Um, That's going to be kind of the conversations that they're going to be having 
um, in the front office and between owners and general managers this offseason. Just kind of see, you know, what guys they're going to be able to bring in. But um, the Nets have a lot to do these next couple years. But Sixers-Celtics, this is going to be the best playoff series this year. And I see this series ending with a Jason Tatum step back three in Philadelphia. Game six, that is going to be how the Celtics close the Philadelphia 76ers out to reach the Eastern Conference Finals for the second year in a row. That is going to be how the Celtics put away the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, the Philadelphia 76ers, who knows what happens from here. They're just probably going to continue to do what they've been doing, bringing back James Harden, bringing back Tyrese Maxey, bringing back Embiid, competing, getting to the top three seed in the Eastern Conference, and then losing. That's been the pattern. Embiid wants to win a championship. We all know that every single player wants to win a championship, but only one team out of 20 of these teams that are in the plan slash playoffs get to host the trophy at the end of June. That's how it works. But who's going to be representing the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals? I think the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be representing the Eastern Conference in the Finals. They're going to be taking on the Phoenix Suns. The second time in, I think, two years? Yeah, two years that the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks will be in the NBA Finals. Now, who wins this one? You've got Giannis versus KD. Oh, boy. This is going to be a heck of a series. This is going to go seven. This is going to go seven. And I think Giannis is going to get his second NBA championship this year. He is going to show Kevin Durant that those two rings he got in Golden State mean absolutely nothing. Zero, nada, nothing. Kevin Durant, sit down, leave Phoenix. You don't deserve a ring. Get out of here. In my eyes, you have zero rings. Giannis's one ring is better than your two rings. The Milwaukee Bucks are going to win the NBA championship. There you have it. This has been another episode of the Take Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's actually um, been a while. It's been about a week since I've recorded. I'm trying to do more of these episodes for you guys. Um, I really enjoy making these. Uh, Let me know in the comments what you guys think. Who's going to win the NBA Finals? Who you got winning it all? Let me know. Um, Stay tuned for the Take Podcast updates. Um, Click the link in the description to check out the Take Sports articles, um, social medias. I'm going to be posting more. Um, Check out the Spotify version as well if you don't want to listen to the YouTube one. Um, They're kind of the same. I mean, they both have video, but but this is going to be an interesting NBA playoffs. And I'm your host, Jackson Burleson. Let's go Heat Nation. I would love the Heat to win an NBA championship. That's what I want, but... I'm just giving realistic predictions here. That's all I'm doing. But you guys have a great rest of your day. Talk to me, baby. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me nice. I'm from another world, baby, yeah. Broadway paradise. 
They think I'm way too cold, cause I put my heart up on 